Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Mission Show, where we are breaking all the rules when it comes to making money online. I'm your host, Mia Francis Poulin, owner and copywriter-in-chief at The Copy House, a boutique copywriting agency for mission-focused businesses who want to market their business authentically, ethically, and profitably. The Money, Marketing, and Mission Show is here to help amplify the voices of business owners who are out here doing big things, those who are breaking barriers for marginalized communities, redefining time freedom, and generally getting in good trouble to make our society a better place, and making money while they do so. So if you're up for an awesome conversation, deep talk, and a good time talking about money, how we do business, and how we do good, then settle in for a listen. Hello, hello, party people. I am so incredibly, incredibly happy to be able to come here and be with you and introduce you to one of my favorite people on the planet, really. And I know I say this about a lot of people because I genuinely do. I love so many people. Um, However, I have a special place in my heart for today's guest, and that is Nikita Burks Hale. And you'll have to forgive me, my voice is a little scratchy. Um, apparently, there are illnesses beyond COVID and the flu, and I have a respiratory virus as I'm recording this, and so um, you'll have to hear my voice, you know, a few notes deeper <laughs> today coming through your, your earbuds or your speakers on your car, wherever you're listening to this. But it's my pleasure to introduce you to Nikita Burks-Hale, who will also be speaking at the upcoming Money Marketing and Mission Summit, which is happening June 20th through the 22nd. And you'll be able to see and learn all the details about that over at moneymarketingmission.com, where the summit um, info page lives. But now, I would love, love, love to introduce you to Nikita. Nikita Burks-Hale is the CEO and head creative at Headphones and Crayons, formerly known as Journey Girl Magic. As a podcast alignment coach, she journeys and supports creatives, podcasters, and entrepreneurs as they create and launch podcasts that feel good without losing themselves in the process. As a coloring practitioner, Nikita integrates connection, community building, dialogue, and healing all through the art of coloring. When she is not journeying, coaching, or coloring, Nikita is all about Disney Plus and spending time with her wife and two young kids. Also, a quick thing to note is that the Colorful Life community that we mentioned in the show is now headphones and crayons, so be sure to go ahead and find that as well. But without further ado, here is the interview with Nikita. Nikita, one of my absolute favorite humans on this planet. I'm so, I don't even know how we got connected, but I'm just so grateful that we did. Maybe uh, it was in a group we were in, mutual, a mutual group, right? Yeah, I think it was a, a mutual group. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I knew you before we actually knew each other. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I saw you around and then we connected and I was like, this is kismet. So <laughs> anyway, I'm just so glad always to be able to spend some time with you. And so thank you for being here on the Money Marketing and Mission Show. Thank you for having me. And yes, we 
we were in the same community and I think I'm, I don't want to say stalking, but I dedicated my vibes to you. It's like, I want to know this person. This person seems like they're a really big deal. And so then I was like, I want to connect. And so then we begin connecting and then we just become colleagues, friends, and awesome people together. So Yes, I'm here for it. So I am actually very, very excited for this conversation just because I feel like you just approach so much in life so differently. And, and I see that in your business, you know, I see that in the things that you talk about on the World Wide web. Uh, and just, again, the way that you think about things. So I'm really excited to dive into this. Um, but let's start with the question that I ask everyone, which is how do you make money in your business? So how do I make money? There's two answers. The metaphoric answers in alignment and in a way that feels good for me. Practically, because I have this logic and creative, so that was a creative side. Practically, it really is through coaching and then a coloring community that was created to bring folks together to heal dialogue and create community through coloring. Yes. When I spend some time, first of all, I have your coloring books and <laughs> they are so great. And I've also had the honor of being with you as we colored together, which I didn't realize, or I did realize, because I've, I've actually used adult coloring books and stuff when I was going through um, my, my hospitalization with uh, my firstborn. And that like kept me like level insane, right? <laughs> but um, it, it was surprising to me just how zenned out I got while we were having a conversation about actually deep stuff, <laughs> like really deep stuff. But I was just in such this like zen, peaceful mood that it was just really kind of a beautiful experience for the you know, 20, 30 minutes we were chatting. So I love that you infuse coloring in your practice with your clients and with the people in your community. And so we're going to talk all about that more in a second. But well, tell us how you got to this space, because you have a really fascinating business and life journey. So please share with the people who are listening. Yes. Yeah, so my journey and a part of my life, a part of just who I am is the word journey. So you'll hear me say it multiple times throughout. Um, and that is intentional, but my journey has gone all over the place from me starting out as a, uh, my degrees, both of my undergraduate degrees are in dance and performance and choreography and education. So. Wait, I didn't know this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, so we're, we're both artists. Cause <laughs> yes. Yes. We yes. are both okay. artists. All right. Continue. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, so I have my BFA in dance performance and choreography and my BA in dance education to teach in K-12. Um, and from there, I worked in higher ed for over a decade in doing that. I also um, went back to school for massage therapy and had my own massage therapy practice for a while. From there, I went into, and these are all concurrently, so it's not necessarily one to the next to the next, which isn't a bad thing either, but they all happened concurrently, overlapping. From there, I had my podcast production agency um, and then alignment coaching and now this coloring community. So that is over the span of 30 something years that that has happened. <laughs> yes. So, oh, this is just so fascinating because I, I, in talking and hearing you talk about like all these, all these phases or all these, um, what's the word I want to say? Um experiences that you dove into, right, along your journey, it, I can definitely see the creative web, you know, 
thread, right? Woven through it, you know, like you're, you went from dance and um, having this, having this BFA, which look, <laughs> having a BFA in dance, um, but also like the teaching component as well. So like, I see both, but then also you're like massage therapy is also, it's very practical, right? Like you have to know the, the muscle systems and like the bones and ligaments and all this stuff, but it's also like very, a very artistic type of world as well. And then going into podcasting, right? Which I love podcasts and I, I met you in the height of like podcast Nikita, <laughs> yes. um, which is, you know, which is, is, is still there because you have your own podcast, right? So we could talk about that in a second as well to now it's like all coming together in this like beautiful, like moment that I think all of these pieces all tie it so beautifully together. So I don't know. I just like, it's, we talk about the concept of alignment, right? And um, we had this conversation off, off mic, right? Um, not too long ago about how we're always, it's not that things are changing, is that we're iterating. And that's all part of the journey is to take in information, take in experiences and refine and iterate from there. So anyway, I'm going on, I'm going on a tangent. I just wanted to like pour that into you. So you should, you can hopefully see that picture of the beauty of what you have, um, what you've done over the past cumulative 30 years, right? Yeah. And it's one of those where I purposely said it, like gave a brief overview, a very high level abstract and it flowed really well. And it's like, oh, this and this and this, it did not feel like that at all. It was definitely shaped by like waves of emotions and things going on in life and world events and how I show up in the world uh, in my many identities, like as a woman of color, as a gay woman of color, as a gay woman of color who is deemed infertile and had to go through all these fertility treatments and all these other things that most people can't tell by looking at me. Some things you can, but some things you can't. And so the journey, again, that word is all encompassing, but I just wanted to put that caveat of it sounded so like this and this, and I can appreciate it every day, but it, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. So, yeah. Well, so let's fast forward a little bit to today. Cause I want us to talk about coloring. Like why, why coloring? What, what, as of all of the things, right? Like what made you say, I want to really explore the power of this medium. And I would love to say it started years ago when I like first picked up a crayon when I was younger. And that's not the case. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. I just and then <laughs> it actually started a little over a year ago, like right after I had my youngest who just turned one um, in February of this year. And it was, she was about four months by then and postpartum depression and anxiety was kicking my butt. Like I was really on that downward spiral, probably a few weeks of really getting serious about checking myself into inpatient treatment. It was getting real. And so I remember sitting on the floor in the middle of the living room. That was a hot ass mess because I also have a toddler, a four-year-old now. He was three at the time. And there were crayons and diapers and, and just everything you can imagine around me. It's about 3 a.m. in the morning. I had done a feeding. I pumped, put her to bed. Everybody was asleep for at least the next 35 minutes. And I just sat there and it was just quiet. And I remember just feeling like the world was closing in on me. And I was like, 
I, I don't think I can do this. I don't think this world and this life is for me. And in that moment, like I was, we have one little lamp that we keep on in that front room. And I looked and I just saw these crayons on the ground. And I was like, you know, I don't have anything in me right now. So I'm just going to get a black sheet of paper, this purple crayon. And I just literally didn't necessarily color in something, but the movement of going back and forth, back and forth. I did it for at least an hour. And I remember after that, I was like, I don't know where that time just went. But in that moment, that is exactly what I needed. I want to explore that more. And so the creative side of me was like, huh, what I felt was just this dance of like repetitive movement, like massage therapy for me was dancing with the muscles. Podcast editing for me was dancing with the little words that people are creating and editing those. Coloring for me was this idea of just dancing with the movement itself, this simple movement of an inanimate object. And so from there, I created this coloring book within like a week of like, I want to create these different patterns to continue this movement, but like shift it. What does it feel like in a circle? What does it feel like in a square? What does it feel like in a flower? And that was how the first coloring book was born. And from there, creating that movement. So for me, it wasn't exactly the coloring. It was the movement that coloring creates. But working with folks, working with my clients, working with people around the world who have downloaded my coloring book, who have bought it, who are being helped with it, it's the coloring for them. That idea they can just take a moment and relax to put down their guard, to begin healing, begin setting the stage to let whatever's under the surface come up and then be in a space where that can, um, that can do whatever it needs to do. Yeah. Like, so there's so much that I resonate with, with your story. I mean, I've, I'm, pretty transparent and I've, and I have some episodes here on the on the podcast about my journey as the anxious entrepreneur and um battling depression and you know I say battling because it literally was like I'm in a fight for my life right now friend like, like you know and going through a lot of different changes and 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 trying different things to help get mentally well while still maintaining a business and having people not just in my family, but also like contractors. And at one point an employee, um, who is depending on me to like, get it together, you know, like, like Edna mode, like get yourself together. Like <laughs> that's me. Right. Um, and I think that we don't in this like love and light world that we're in, in the online space, whereas it can be toxic positivity, like all the time where we don't allow space for the, the dark parts of us, which is such a disservice because you cannot have the light without the dark. Like you cannot, it's, that's the whole principle of like yin and yang. Like, like there, there is space for both and we have to have both for like one cannot exist without the other. Right. Um, so I just want to say that, you know, if anybody's listening and they're in that space, right. And you're trying to run a business, like you're not alone. Like there's so many more people who are experiencing similar things. And even though the online space that we're in to a detriment often wants us to overshadow that part, like it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to feel it. Right. So that's point number one. (laughs) But also like it's in hearing you talk about how, you know, it was just the movement for you. What I find really striking is that different people can take on coloring, 
right? And have different goals, objections, objectives, and experiences, right? Like for me, it was my to-do list is a mile long. I just want to complete something. And I remember we were coloring together and I was like, this is the ugliest coloring sheet. Like these pick these images, these colors don't go together. Like the, there's no contrast. Like, how can I make a drop shadow? Like I wanted to make it pretty, <laughs> but I just was not like, that was not a thing that was happening. So my brain just latched on. You're going to feel so good when you fill in the last space on this sheet and like the sense of accomplishment that I had, I was just like, I did it. Like this thing is complex. And like, I have all these tiny little holes and like, I figured out the puzzle and like, I'm like, it's done. <laughs> like that just, that just lifted me up. And I felt like I, I actually did get a lot more done that day. Cause I was just like, I accomplished this one thing that felt like really daunting and like, it's not perfect quote unquote, you know, but like I did it. So I think that that's really powerful. And what a beautiful example of life, of business, of like, we're trying to make this, this thing that we have the idea of what it's supposed to look like, whether it's an idea we've held since childhood, whether it's an idea of all these other coaches are telling us it should look like all the other people that we're paying money to, to be told it looks like this, the systems that have been, been created around us. This is what it's supposed to look like. And we start on it and it doesn't because we're actually the ones who are doing it. And so it's automatically going to be different, but we don't talk about that part. And so it's like, no, this isn't going the way. Like I, I, it was supposed to be green, but not this shade of green, not this type of green, not this coloring this way. And then when we finally just get into it of, you know what, I'm going to finish it. Like I'm committed, I'm all in. And then when we finish quote unquote and take a step back and look at what's been created, we realize like, oh my goodness, it was about this entire experience. It was about the fact that I kept going. I didn't stop and look what was created. It was nothing like I thought it was going to be, but I did it and and it's amazing in its own way. And now I can do more. So let's bring it all in because it's not just, it's not all in your business about like, let's just color, <laughs> right? Um, so how do you tie in the coloring the coaching, and also like the part about ethics in business. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah. And so what I feel like is I am feeling or like pulling in for a hug, this gap where we have the coloring space, coloring, adult coloring, all of that is huge. And then we have this coaching space that is huge, but both are missing something. And what I think that thing is missing is like coloring. Most people are doing it in solitude and they're like trying to get away. I need a break. I need to tune everything out. I'm just going to focus on this one thing. And then when they're done, they re-immerse back into the world. Um, and that immersion may be gentle. That immersion may not be gentle at all. So in coaching, I feel like a lot of coaching and a lot of coaches want you to, the things that they're teaching, they want you to be able to call upon your experiences and sometimes your trauma to bring you to that point of being this new person, this better business person, but not willing to do the work to really heal that because most people think it's therapy. So what I think coloring does is it melds the two. So what we're doing in our coaching sessions and what I've started doing recently, even in my sales calls, is like, I will send you a simple coloring sheet of and you can pick from the hundreds that I have. And we literally, not every single time, but color and just have this conversation of, Let's talk about where you're at in your business. So I'm all about alignment, helping coaches 
podcasters, creatives do their thing in a way that feels good for them without losing themselves in the process. That is what alignment means to me. And as we're looking at what is your current, somewhat like my current podcast launch, folks, let's talk about why this podcast is important for you. What does it bring up for you? Like, what is that bigger why? Let's talk about how you want to show up in the world. Let's talk about how you have not been able to show up in the world and why that's important. So we go into all of these nuances. When you're able to get into that type of stuff, the longevity of your podcasting career is exponentially longer. Because I feel like as podcasters, we get caught up in either the downloads or like, I am like, oh, I don't feel like podcasting today. So that must mean that I don't want to be a podcaster. I don't have what it takes. I'm done. Pod fade. And what I do is is talk about this overarching thing in podcasting and life and business. It's a part of a bigger cycle. And so when we can take a step back and almost like neutrally third person um, point of view, see that this is all part of a bigger cycle, then those little things don't mean as much. When we don't have a good day and we're like, I don't feel like creating an episode. Guess what? There may not be an episode this week. Let your people know, keep it moving. Don't let that put more than it is. And so that is what I do with my, co- my coaching clients. And coloring allows me to do that because coloring automatically brings anxiety, just high brain activity. Um, I call friction it brings it all down because you're able to just chill and have these conversations really move past. Um, And so that's what my coaching does. Like I said, for business folks, for podcasters and beyond. Yeah. I like, I just really love that you have this vehicle of the coloring uh, because I mean, it's a high stress game, right? Being an entrepreneur, especially in this online space. Um, I was having a conversation not too long ago where, you know, we were talking about how people really just latch on to this is how such and so-and-so says that we should run an online business or launch a product or whatever. And we take that as gospel and we put so much pressure on ourselves to say, oh, well, my, I didn't have a six figure launch or I didn't have this, you know, X, Y, Z. Therefore something must be wrong with me. And we place so much pressure on ourselves and blame and, and all these things, not accepting the fact that yes, success leaves clues, but some of those clues are red herrings. Like some of those clues, like we don't know the full story. We don't know if they made a hundred thousand dollars, but they spent 99, <laughs> you know, like, like we don't know the full, the full picture. Like we're only seeing a very surface level picture of what reality is. And then also <laughs> we can't forget about the people who are just straight up out here lying about stuff, you know, to make money. Um, and I, this is why I talk about you know, money, marketing, and mission, and I talk about ethics and copywriting is because we have so many business owners who have like, who are just straight up telling stories. I won't say the L word, they're telling stories. <laughs> I'll keep it nice. And that the whole purpose of their sales and marketing process is to disempower the consumer and get them to take action at a rate in which they wouldn't normally do so right? That's why we have fast action bonuses. That's why we have deadline timers. It's like, let's forget about the fact that some people like to take their time to make purchasing decisions and that's okay. Right. So I say all that to say, I'm like, I'm like, let me take a step off of my soapbox. 
I say all that to say that, you know, we have to give ourselves a lot more grace than we, than we are. Like we can take, we can calm the nervous system, like any ways that we can calm the nervous system and just be in a space of, I'm going to talk about business. I'm going to think about business. I'm going to think about life. I'm going to think about what it is that I want. And that feels good to me without these external anxiety producing factors, like ramming in on my subconscious. Like, I really love that. And I'm one of those that don't live in like the either in the, or I live in the, and, and so what that means and looks like for me is in the coaching world and like, and then this is talking about the ethics and the business side of it. Like we have those coaches who are like the fast action bonuses, the deadlines and things. And so all of it currently exists. Should it exist? My personal opinion is probably not. And also there are certain things in place, like some of those fast action bonuses got me to sign up for programs. And some of those programs were not a good fit, but I would not have learned that they weren't a good fit and did not feel good for me. And then learned what not feeling good feels like and how that shows up and to play into my gut and then my intuition. And so for me, for my mental health and my like, being able to not burn out and succeed as an entrepreneur, I have to take a moment back and look at the big picture of all of these things exist. And they are all a part of people's trauma that started with one person that then trickled down to someone else that trickled down to someone else, but then have been used some positively, some not in a good way, but it really is that person and what they feel is best in that moment based on their lives and their interpretations and their experiences. So when I'm able to take that whole meta, then I still know that there's a lot of bullshit out there. Yes, 1000%, but I cannot lose my precious energy because I only have so much and my kids and my wife take quite a bit of it. And as I feel like they're supposed to. So to keep me in the game and to keep me mission focused of creating communities for people to determine what that is for themselves, I can't like, oh, this person's wrong. This person's wrong. This person's wrong. Everybody's going to do what they want to do at the end of the day because they're supposed to, because that's what we as humans do. So you do you and stay in your lane. I'm going to talk about what I talk about in my lane and it may shift and we may like look over at each other, but like, I'm not going to make it my life's mission to say like calling you out all the time. We have a lot of people who have made a career on that as well, that cancel culture. And so it's just this, this complex cluster right of again experiences traumas opinions society and the systems that were built that we're all a part of whether we want to be or not and so I all say like everybody just needs color <laughs> and create the space to just think on your own figure out what it means for you because what it means for you Mia is not going to mean what it means for me and vice versa but we do have a lot of similarities and that's what brings us so yeah yeah. Well, it goes back to kind of how we started this conversation. Like you can't, it, it, even though, you know, it's light and dark, but it's also a spectrum. Like there's, there are shades of gray, right. In the middle. And so like, for what I'm taking back, taking away from what you said, which I thought was brilliant is that like, there's, there, both all of the things should exist. Right. Uh, there's going to be people who do lean into like, let's use the FOMO, let's lean into the pain, let's lean into, you know, getting people to, to really, really take action quickly. Um, and then there's going to be, you know, the other sides of that too, right? There's lessons to be learned from all, right? That I think that's really important. 
for the reasons that you stated. Um, but also like just allowing people to make their decisions, their own decisions on both sides, like on both sides of the, of the, of the aisle, right? Like, or coming into a decision in the middle, right? That, cause that does exist as well. Like, so everybody has agency, everybody has choice, right? And it's up to us to make our own individual choices. That's how we empower people. And that's how we create change. Yeah. That's how we create a world where we all want to live in, a world that has ethical marketing, that is not constantly pushing on the pain points. Because if it doesn't feel good for you, and then you decide that you don't want to do it, that sets off a chain reaction. Because then you start an entire stream of folks that think, oh, I don't have to do it this way. And that feels good because it never felt good to me at all. Because there's going to be a lot of people who are like, no, this is the way my brain, like, I need a deadline. I need people to know if, if they're going to take this fast action bonus so I can plan my life because I really need to protect both sides, just different interpretations of it. And so just figuring it out for yourself is the biggest lesson. And once you figure it out, lean into that and lead with that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So what's next for you? What's next for the business? What's on the radar? I'm really excited um, about what's next on the radar because it feels, part of me just feels like, and you've heard me say it, it just feels so left field and so out of nowhere. But then when you get to know me and who I am and all that I am, like, it's like, no, that makes perfect sense. It's, it's the, like you said, the iteration of it all coming together. And so that is my coloring community that I'm creating. Um, and I want it to be international and worldwide. And it's a very simplistic model where it's a subscription, a coloring subscription, where you opt in and every week you get a coloring sheet. We have weekly coloring hours where we can come in. And for those, there's not going to be like talking. It's just going to be you come in and color and kind of do you. Um, but you can choose one of the sheets that day that you need, or you can do one of the ones that come out each week. Um, and then there's also quarterly coloring and chats where that's the community building where we literally color and talk and get to know each other. Um, and so that the point of that is to build this community where people can come and know that they're not alone, know that they can have dialogue around other issues and topics, however hard or simple they may be, and that they can heal. Um, and then there's an entire philanthropic effort to that where every subscription purchase, then there's going to be coloring books donated to a NICU units because both of our babies were NICU babies. And so that is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, women's shelters, children's hospitals and all being able to donate coloring books because folks there having coloring in their time, in their journey that they're in the moment is life giving. Um, and so I'm just so excited to be able to bring that to life by the time that this podcast goes live, it'll be live. And I just cannot wait to see just the impact that it has. Cause I know it's, it's going to. Yes. Listen, I'm going to be in the building on that. Like I am, I am in like Flynn, we'll drop the link so that people can join the community and, and subscribe to that in the show notes of this podcast episode, uh, because it's, it's just so, I just love it so much. And the point that you have a philanthropic uh, tie into this, especially the communities that you're supporting is just like, it touches my heart. Cause you know, I've talked about how we spent 292 days in the hospital with my eldest. And I remember, you know, I, I personally, um, I picked up coloring, right. But we were actually at two different hospitals. Um, so we 
we spent the first half of that stay in one hospital that actually had a really good community aspect. Like every week they gave us dinner, we got together, we did crafting, we did coloring, we did like all kinds of things. And that, like, I was real good. Like I say real good. I was a lot better than I was was at the second hospital, which is just was kind of like, you're in a hospital. There's no, like, we're just getting through the day, right? Um, and so the fact that you are tying this in and you are giving back to those communities, like it's that's just gonna help so many people. It really is. So and it's because like I think a thing I had to wrestle with when creating this, like, is this a good idea? This isn't like I'm not coaching these people. I'm not like what I thought, like my, I've been in this coaching world for the last decade. And so what I thought it was and what it had to be, this is blowing that all the way out that water. But what I've realized is you having that community has made you the business person that you are today. You know what it feels like to be truly supported. And so when you don't feel supported, you feel what it, you know, because you know what it's been like to be supported. And so having this seemingly disconnected community that has a very low entry point. And like, I have a big goal. I want to have a thousand people this year join this. And it's because if I can have a thousand people come into this community and just be ever so often and just get more aligned into who they are, what feels good for them, imagine what they can then do for themselves, do for them, for others, do for their business and for the world. Yes. Oh, I love it. Here for it. So excited. <laughs> so excited. So where can the people find you on the internet? So I am on Instagram. It is the colorful life community. And that will also be um, the website, coloring life community. And I'm putting the final touches on that really simplistic website. So that is how folks can find me. I'm also also on TikTok. Um, and what I've been doing, which I think is really fun for me as well. I've never colored more than I have in these last six months, like real talk, because I never thought it would be helpful, but it just really is. And so I've started doing time-lapse videos of me doing my coloring and folks can upload theirs. And, and so I'm doing that a lot on TikTok and that is under um, the Colorful Life community as well. I love it. And we'll link to all of those places in the show notes as well. And I feel like you're going to get me on TikTok as a creator as well. Um, primarily just because I already spent so much dangle time on TikTok. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I, I am so here for that as well. So I love to ask this question. So what is one thing that's keeping you pumped up and moving forward these days? For me, one thing that's separated by an and um, is community and connection. So really leaning into my people and the people that mean a lot to me and making time for them, making them make time for me as much as, you know, as our lives allow. Because what I've realized is that I really need community. That is how I feel good. That is how I keep going. That is how I feel seen and heard. And also I do that for others. And so that's what's keeping me pumped up is this, these different spaces where I can literally just get to know each other, whether we're having weekly like chats every other or bi-weekly chats, whether we're coloring together, whether we're going out for tea with our mask on and whatnot, whatever it may be, but ways to connect with people. Some that I know, some who I'm getting to know for the sake of connecting, not for selling, not for like, can you refer to me? But just, 
I want to know who you are. Because if you're having a bad day, I want to know that you can come to me. If you're having a good day, I want to know you can come to me and that we can come to each other. Because that's what we need more of in the world. Yes. I love that so much. And for me, let's see, because I try to share. This is my, these are my moments to like really have gratitude, right? Um, so for me, it's, it's leaning into the things that usually would feel really luxurious. And the main thing that comes to mind right now is my Ipsy subscription. So uh, I, I, anybody who, who like actually knows me knows that like, I am a, I am a huge dichotomy. <laughs> like I am one walking oxymoron. Like I can look really like not put together most days. Like I'm, I'm looking at myself in this, in the reflection of this, uh, of this interview, because Nikita and I can see each other and I'm like halfway in pajamas with, uh, with a scarf around me and a beanie from my mastermind that my, my beautiful coach Kaz Gaddis gave us as a gift. And I am, I am, if it were not for this filter on this video, I would probably scare Nikita a little bit. <laughs> But I also love like taking an hour and doing my makeup and just like, like being meticulous with my eyebrows and my eyeshadow and having my lashes and having beautiful, luxurious lipsticks and contouring my face to the gods. And uh, my Ipsy subscription is just giving me so much joy because delivered to my door every month are these beautiful, and this is not sponsored at all, but like these beautiful pieces of cosmetics. And sometimes they're surprising. Like I got a Fenty highlighter, which I was like, I would never go and buy Fenty, but I want to, <laughs> you know? And so, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it feels super luxurious. Uh, and it's, it's delivered right to me. And it just brings me so much joy in those moments that I can get, get away, even though I'm like not recording a video or meeting someone face to face, I'm just putting on makeup just for myself. So that's probably mine. I love it. Love it. And I've seen both sides. And what I love about like the fact that you can show up, like when the camera turned on, I was like, oh, we got real here today. Awesome. <laughs> and also I've seen like the, it's not even the other, but I've, I've seen the made up version and what makes it so beautiful is like the pride and the, like the glow that you have because you have taken that time and you were all in, it's almost like its own little coloring session, actually, the doom doom, but like seeing how that felt for you, not just, oh, you, like you were beautiful to the T yes. And also the work and the, the intention that went behind it, that is what shines. And so. Yeah. Like it's not even for anybody else. It's just for me. I love it. <laughs> so, Well, Nikita, as always, it is such a pleasure to just spend time with you and to be in your, in your environment and in your aura. And just, I am so grateful that you decided to spend some time with me and share with my listeners more about you and the amazing work that you're doing. So thank you for being here. Yes. And thank you for having me. I mean, this space, these spaces that we create are sacred. And so the more that we can create them, sacred doesn't necessarily mean that they can only exist once or twice. So the more that we can create those spaces, the more that more people can hear and have this for themselves. So thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Money Marketing Admission Show. If you liked this show, please do me a favor and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a five-star review. It really helps our show get found and into the ears of the right listeners. And it would mean the world to me to know that you got value from the discussion here. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at the copy house remember that's h-a-u-s on all the social media channels facebook instagram and linkedin and you can learn more about the copy house and how we do copy differently by visiting www.thecopyhouse.com and remember that's house h-a-u-s catch you later